I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan Oralana. This is our first official episode of 2024. I know I had one go live on January 1st, but obviously I had to record that back in 2013, not 2013, in 2023. So this is my first official episode of the pod that I'm recording in 2024. So... As you can tell by the title, we're going to be discussing the ins and outs of 2024. I know this is a trend on TikTok and Instagram and everything right now. So I have my little list on my phone. I decided that if I'm going to be recording the podcast on video, I can't have my iPad or my computer off to the side because it's just distracting and not an ideal setup for looking at my notes while recording. I love having my notes on deck while recording so I can remember what I plan to talk to you guys about, but we're going to be discussing the ins and outs of 2024 before we get into it. If you have not seen the announcement on my Instagram, at Alana Bloomberg, if you're not following there already, definitely go check that out if you want more real-time updates on my life, my routines, my habits, my mindsets, everything. Definitely go there. But I'm hosting a hot girl sweat event at Jaybird in Yorkville in Toronto on January 27th in the afternoon. Tickets will be going on sale this week. I think it's going to be Thursday. Make sure to stay up to date with my stories to know. I think I'll also put out a post 
a formal post on the feed between my Instagram and the Morning Ray podcast Instagram. 100% of proceeds are going to be donated to the CMHA, which is the Canadian Mental Health Association. I did that last time and I plan to do that again for this event. So 100% for charity. I'm not taking any profits of this. Um, So just keep that in mind. You guys will get a nice little workout. We'll have a chat. You'll walk away with a goodie bag with some of my favorites from the event sponsors. So make sure to stay tuned for that. It is a limited spots event. There are only 40 tickets available for sale. So make sure to be on deck and ready to buy tickets. They did sell out in less than an hour last time, which is pretty crazy and definitely a pinch me moment. But anyways, tickets on sale. I believe it will be Thursday. I will make sure to update you on Instagram stories. So stay up to date with those. But let's move on to my current faves. I'm currently obsessed with my routine. If you couldn't tell from my content, I have decided that 2024 is the year of consistency. It's the year of showing up for myself. And that means doing routines and things that feel good for me and feel good in my body, my mind, everything. I really have been loving specifically like my workout and wellness routine lately. I've been strength training three times a week. I've been going to Pilates on Fridays. I've been doing other ship, which is the sauna and ice bath once a week and it feels really good to be consistent with this routine i need some water one second would have been better if i had a water bottle but i can't get my stanley open even though i closed it myself make it make sense it always happens after the gym like is my grip strength stronger at the gym i don't know what i do but it's always i can't get it open right now okay asmr Okay, current faves. So my routine, really, really loving my routine. Also trying to kick the bad habit of me going to bed really late, even though I'm waking up really early. I need to get my sleep back in check. I was doing really well for a while. So I'm going to start documenting that ideally on my stories and well, not my stories on Instagram reels and TikTok. I think I'm going to create a series like kicking bad habits. So watch out for that. I've also been obsessed with this clear phone case. I just love how sleek it looks. Apparently, it's supposed to be anti-yellowing. I'll let you know if that happens because know how like clear cases get really yellow around the edges and not cute? Supposedly, this one doesn't do that. So I've been loving it. It's from Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes, but I just love how sleek my phone looks. I love a sleek, minimalistic look and then my last current fave and it's been one for a while but I realized I haven't really spoken about this on the pod I am such a phone FaceTime girly right now I really just prefer FaceTiming or calling my friends as opposed to texting back and forth a lot of my friends are not great texters and the only way I can get into contact with them and have good conversations with them if I'm not physically <laughs> with them is if I call them and I've grown to just really love calling. I feel like it's a higher quality form of communication and I don't know. I just prefer it so much more and I'm leaning into that in 2024. Let's get into our ends or should we start with our outs? So that we can end on a high. Nah, I'll bring us back up. I'll bring us back up. Maybe the outs are still going to be like, I feel like that can still be a high. Like we're getting rid of all the bad things. Okay. I would like to clarify. 
you can still like the things that I say are out. You can disagree with the things that I say are in. These are just my opinions and what I am feeling for 2024 as of this moment. It's a fun little trendy little thing and I think it's fun and it's playful and you can disagree with me. You can agree with me. I can change my mind on these things, but let's go. My ends. My ends of 2024. Simplifying wellness. I feel like we've gotten to a point where we've just complicated wellness so much. Like your routine has to have a million one steps. You have to be on this specific diet. You have to be doing this type of workout. Cycle syncing. I don't know, like complex sleep schedules, having an aura ring and a whoop and an Apple watch and a Garmin and a Coros and like all these different things and having a rotation of shoes. And like, I love all these gimmicks and things, but it's just sometimes it's overwhelming and we just have to get down to the basics. And I don't know about you, but when I have too many choices, I get decision paralysis or whatever the fuck it is called. And I'm constantly debating all the different decisions and options and weighing the pros and cons and it's just not the vibe and I'm not doing that in 2024 anymore. I'm simplifying things so that I can stick with things because another thing that I have as being in for 2024 is consistency. Consistency in my routines, in my habits, in my work ethic towards my career in my relationships, in my friendships, in my relationship with myself, consistency is the thing. It's the theme. And when things are too complex, I feel like it prohibits your ability to be consistent. My next in is slowing down. We used to always say this when I worked at Lululemon, but you want to slow down to speed up. I'm not saying I'm taking it easy this year or that I'm taking a step back. Oh no, I'm full sending it this year. I'm really determined to reach new milestones and to really challenge myself, but I'm taking time to slow down in my self-care rituals, such as my morning routine, such as my night routine, such as working through my work. Like I'm not rushing through things anymore because I realize that just spikes my cortisol. It makes me really stressed and tense. And I can't actually enjoy what I'm doing. I feel like it's constantly on to the next, on to the next thing. And I can't actually be present. I'm constantly thinking in the future, which can be good. But I'm really trying to encourage myself to just like slow down, be in the moment. Because that way I can get better results and I will feel like I'm in a better headspace. Another in is hot and cold therapy. You guys know I love going to other ship here in Toronto. It is a sauna and then an ice bath. I do the sauna for 15 to 20 minutes and then I do the ice bath for two minutes and then I repeat and then finish off in the sauna. Going once a week with this has honestly been such a game changer. I love it for the relaxation part of it. I love the mental challenge part of it. I think it really helps with my inflammation. It helps with mental clarity. Getting in that ice bath, as intimidating as it may be, honestly is like an anxiety switch. If my anxiety had a switch, it would be this ice bath. Stepping into it and sitting down and being totally disconnected from the outside world and just focusing on my breath because if I don't focus on my breath, 
I will hyperventilate and be freezing and like the shock to your system will overtake. But it really just calms me down and I feel like my mind can finally just be quiet and it's such a unique feeling and sensation that you really don't get it until you try it. And this water is freezing, you guys. And it doesn't really get easier every single time you do it, but that's why I love it. I was listening to a podcast episode from The Skinny Confidential, and they had a guest on. I forgot his name. Let me check. They had a guest on, and um, I feel like it was Mark, but I could be wrong. The Skinny Confidential, because they upload so many episodes a week. Michael Easter. It's their episode on how to form good habits, rewire cravings, and benefit from discomfort in your life. So they were saying like the ice bath is a form of discomfort. And in order to overcome bad habits and like why you're seeking bad habits, you have to seek. I don't I don't really remember the whole thing. Go listen to the episode. But they were saying how beneficial ice baths are and doing things that create discomfort for you are and like what that benefit is like the extremities so really into hot cold therapy I know it could be really intimidating going into the ice bath for the first time but just go in with an open mindset and I promise you it will change your life it took me so long to get myself to go to other ship I've now gone almost 30 times I'm about to hit 30 Whenever I'm super consistent with going, hence the theme of consistency again, I just feel so good. I feel so grounded. I feel like my stress levels, I'm naturally a higher stress, high strung person. It just helps chill me out. It brings me back down. It's 75 minutes that I'm totally disconnected from the outside world. I either go alone or I go with friends or a friend. It's a lot of fun. I love doing the free flows. I'm sure there's cold plunge places in your city. If you live in LA or New York, I'm sure there's a ton. I'm sure there's in Vancouver, any big city. I'm sure there is. There's also like ice tubs that you can buy. If you can't do an ice bath, you can also do a cold shower. Literally just make your shower cold at the end. I love doing that. Home cooked meals. (laughs) You guys know I have really been through it this past year and by really been through it I mean (laughs) I just got into such a bad habit of ordering takeout all the time and I feel like my nook meals really helped me with eating home-cooked meals or like eating at home by having meals prepped but I really want to get back to my roots of making meals at home because I love cooking I don't know why I got into this bad habit but nothing feels better than making food for yourself And I know it can be exhausting, but I really do think the energy and love that you are putting into your food, as stupid as it sounds, really impacts how you feel when you're eating it. Like, I feel so much better eating a salad that I made at home than one I ordered from Mandy's here in Toronto or any salad place. Even if it's like something that's healthy, you really don't know what they're adding into it. And financially, it just adds up like, one salad on Uber Eats is like $30 here in Toronto versus I could probably get all those ingredients to make multiple salads. So I want to be making home-cooked meals. I want to be in my cooking era 
And I just want to learn how to make new recipes and get excited about cooking again. Not only is it financially smarter, it's also better for you. And I don't know, I have fitness goals this year. And that means making food at home is going to help me reach them faster. Working hard. I feel like last year, not that I didn't work hard, but I feel like I really let myself be lazy and gave into it a lot of the times. Like I was really inconsistent with working out. If I wasn't feeling motivated or inspired to create content, I didn't. And I obviously still hit a lot of my goals and still did a lot of great things, but I'm really ready to put my head down and just grind this year and really see where my hard work and intentional hard work can take me in my career, in the gym, in every single aspect of my life. I know this kind of goes against the part of slowing down, but it's more so slowing down in my self-care rituals as opposed to rushing through them so that I have the energy and I have the mental capacity to put in the hard work when it comes to my career and really push in the way that I used to. I think I got really burnt out during COVID from doing school online and also just doing too many things at once. At one point, I was working full-time for a marketing agency. I was still working part-time for Lululemon in-store. I was doing school pretty much full-time online, and I had my socials, and my socials were starting to pick up. If you've been listening for the pod for a while, you would know that I'm on a mission to learn another language, and that is why I have been using Rosetta Stone. They are one of the most trusted language learning programs available on both desktop and as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. They are a trusted expert for learning languages for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages being offered everything from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Chinese, Japanese, It also has fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone really immerses you in so many ways. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's very intuitive. You pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's really designed for long-term retention. You're not just going to learn something and then forget it if you're not constantly practicing. What I love is they also have the built-in true accent feature, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent and you can make sure that you're pronouncing everything as you should. It's very convenient and it has amazing value with a lifetime membership to all 25 languages. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Morning Ray listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Thank you, Rosetta Stone, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. The weather is getting warmer and sometimes life gets busy in the summer months and that is where factors no prep no mess meals come into play meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto factors fresh never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes so no matter how busy you are you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious great tasting meals 
Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian-approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Head to factormeals.com slash Alana50 and use code Alana50 for 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Alana50 at factormeals.com slash Alana50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor Meals, for sponsoring this week's episode of Morning Ray. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we tend to keep things bottled up, we throw them under the rug, and we just keep forgetting about it, pushing it away, ignoring it until it just gets in our face. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to take those things that you've been putting away, and figure out how to work through what's weighing you down. I personally used to always bottle things up and ignore them and tell myself I was okay, and I got really tired of doing that until I started to go to therapy regularly. Therapy is a place where you can gain positive coping skills, learn how to set boundaries, empower yourself to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have, who have experienced major trauma. I personally haven't experienced major trauma and I'm an active user of therapy. Therapy has honestly changed my life and if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're capable and able to switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Alana to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Alana. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of Morning Ray. And it was just too much and I feel like I stretched myself too thin and I finally feel like I'm coming back from that three years later, four years later, and I'm ready to grind in a way that is going to be sustainable this time. I'm not letting myself burn out. If you guys struggle with burnout, I actually have an episode on this. I'll link it in the show notes, but it's how to prevent and overcome or recover from burnout. Next on my in list is running and intentional strength training and also Pilates. So cross training. Cross training is in. There's no longer just a need to focus on only one form of exercise. I love diversifying. I love cross training. I think it keeps things interesting. It really challenges your body and continues to challenge your body. And when I say intentional strength training, it's not just lifting weights and trying to remember what weights you used last week. It's intentionally writing down what weights, what weight you lifted for each lift movement that you did, whether it was your deadlift, your hip thrust, your chest press, whatever it may be, writing it down and intentionally continuing, continuing to push yourself and head into progressive overload so that we can actually get stronger. Using that mind to muscle connection 
when you are doing your squats, your hip thrusts, whatever the movement may be, so that you are actually working the muscle you are supposed to be using in that movement to actually build the strength. I know before I used to just go through the motions and I feel like Pilates really taught me this mind-muscle connection and to really think about moving slowly and intentionally and with control. And I think when you do that, you are going to see so much more progress and results from your workout routine than if you were to just do the movements and rush through the exercises. Ins. Less is more mentality. I feel like overconsumption is really out and doing a million one things is out. But what's in is less is more. Like being content with what you have and having the essentials, doing the essentials, doing what fills your cup and not always having to go above and beyond in every single category of your life. Like I don't need to have 20 lip glosses. I don't need to have 20 different options of bread. I can have one loaf of bread. You know, just like really simplifying things because I hate clutter. I can't do it. Early mornings. I have been living for my early mornings. I started this before we got into 2024, but I really let myself sleep in a lot, sleep in by like 7.30 to 9-ish over the past year. And if you guys have been following me for a while, then you would know that I used to wake up at like 5.30, 6, 6.30 a.m. every single day and I loved it. And I stopped doing that when I started working for myself because I was like, oh, I don't need to wake up super early anymore. I have the luxury of sleeping in later. And I forgot the why as to why I loved waking up so early. I loved being up before the rest of the world. I loved being able to have a slow morning. I loved watching the sunrise. I loved how I felt so productive having done all my self-care things before the workday started. I don't know. It's just... There's something so therapeutic about waking up early and having time for yourself, uninterrupted time for yourself. No one's bothering me with emails. No one's trying to call me. No one's texting me really besides my mother texting me good morning. It just feels so good. And I don't know, when I sleep in, I feel like I'm sleeping my day away and I'm missing the morning, which is my favorite part. And I'm really actually tempted to read I think it's called like the 5 a.m. club because apparently that book is amazing. And with early mornings, consistent sleep schedules. You guys know I'm literally insane. I can run on no sleep. I got it from my mother, but I want to change that habit because it's not good. I really want to try go to bed at around the same time every night so that I can wake up at 6.30 more well-rested And I really want to lean into using the features that my hatch alarm clock has and actually staying disciplined to that. I don't know. I just really want to fix my sleep schedule. It's one of the habits I have yet to kick. I'm such a night owl and an early bird. And that's my toxic trait. That's my red flag. So continuing our enlist. Solo dates and travel. You guys know in November, I went on my first solo trip to LA and I really think this was an eye-opening experience for me as much as I was a bit anxious at the beginning. I really do think it allowed my mind to like refresh and I got re-inspired and 
excited about life and work and goals and everything. And I really got to deepen my relationship with myself, which I think is a really beautiful thing. And I don't think I would have experienced that way. And I want to challenge myself to go on more solo dates in the city, in Toronto, at home. I do a lot of things by myself. I think being independent is a really great skill to have. And I think it's important for everyone to be able to be independent. But I want to continue to challenge myself in that area. I go on a lot of solo coffee dates. I'll sit at a coffee shop and do work or I'll sit at a coffee shop in the morning and read where I used to run into Sean Mendez so much. But just like doing more things alone. And I think a lot of people are starting to do this more. And I think it's really important. Like even going to a restaurant and sitting at a bar by myself and ordering a meal, I think would be a really good experience for me. I think it just boosts your confidence so much. And as nerve wracking as it can be or as weird as it does feel to do things alone, I think it's really great. And I think it's a good skill to have. Doing activities and having hobbies. I feel like everyone is starting to pick up on hobbies and things again. We've gotten so accustomed to just relying on social media and our phones and TV streaming services for our source of entertainment. Whereas in the past, more of our time was spent doing hobbies like playing sports or doing things. And I think hobbies are making a comeback. I think they're being supported again, being more popularized. I'm all about it. Thinking in abundance. I'm going to try not to explain everything because this is getting quite lengthy. But thinking in abundance, weekly deep cleans, nothing feels better than a clean space. You guys know clear space, clear mind. And I'm all about taking care of yourself, of your hygiene, and that includes your space. That includes your bed sheets. Make sure you're washing them once a week. Make sure you're washing your towels. Deep clean that bathroom. Deep clean your kitchen. It honestly feels really good and it's really therapeutic. Put a podcast on. Habit stack it with something. Always habit stack something you want to do with something you have to do. And I always clean, obviously, throughout the week but I love to do a weekly deep clean. Being intentional, self-improvement, continuously working on myself, spending more time with family. You guys know I am an aunt. I have 16-month-year-old nephew, which is just a little cutie pie. I love him so much. Being kind to others, being kind to yourself, being unique in you, just being authentically yourself And not trying to mold yourself to be what you think other people expect you to be. Like just being yourself, being open, being vulnerable. And if someone doesn't vibe with that, they're not meant to be in your life. And it will kind of weed out the friends that aren't meant to be there a lot faster. It will weed out the people that you're dating that aren't actually into you. I don't know. Just be authentically yourself. I've been leaning into this more. I've stopped trying to be this person that... I think people expect me to be in social situations and I think it's really just brought me closer to people in my life and I've had better relationships and friendships because of that. So just be you, stop putting on this act and I don't know, I think that is so hot. I think being yourself and running with it and being so confident in it it is really attractive. Meeting people IRL, that includes friends. That includes romantic partners, just meeting people in person. 
FaceTiming and phone calls, going on dates with friends, like making plans, doing activities together, having fun, ignoring red flags. Why is that in? I think I meant not ignoring red flags. Like, not acknowledging red flags. Continuing to proceed forward when you see so many red flags. Like, we are being self-aware queens this year. Minimalism, like I said before, and doing more things sober. Like, not relying on alcohol for social events so much. I feel like there's a lot happening in the sober curious movement. And I'm not saying, like, don't drink ever. I love a good drink. I love a girl's night out. I don't know. Like just not relying on alcohol so much to be more outgoing or to break the ice like learning how to do this sober and having friendships where you can make memories and have fun doing sober things like not just relying on the drunk nights out to bond and relate with one another on to the outs starting off strong with excessive drinking i went through a point where i want to say May 2022 until probably like April or May 2023, I was going out a minimum of twice a week, binge drinking twice a week going out, if not more than those two times. And I saw a picture of myself from New Year's Eve 2022 and my face was so swollen. Like I kid you not, like I obviously still drink quite a bunch. I go out maybe at most like once a week. And when I say go out, like I'm drinking more than just like one drink kind of thing, like definitely getting (laughs) drunk, but it was not doing me any good. And I think I kind of had to go through that to realize it, but I don't think you realize how negative of an impact excessive drinking and alcohol in general can have on your body and your mind and your overall health while you're in it until you're out of it. So excessive drinking is out procrastination is out. I feel like I procrastinate so many things. I spoke about Parkinson's law, about how if you give yourself X amount of time to do a task, it will take you that amount of time to do the task. Limiting beliefs and self-doubt. I feel like a lot of last year I struggled with imposter syndrome and self-doubts and just as much as I was like super confident and believed in myself, I did have these limiting fear, limiting beliefs and self-doubts. I can never say this word. Self-doubts come up a lot and I'm not about that anymore. All or nothing mentalities, that is no. It's all about everything in moderation. We can get back up and start again. You can do things gradually. It doesn't need to be all or nothing, especially when it comes to your health, a job or anything. You'll figure it out as you go. Restrictive mindsets, we are not thinking restrictively. We are thinking abundantly this year. Overthinking, people-pleasing, being embarrassed because fuck that. Ordering takeout, we can still order takeout, just not excessively. Highly processed foods, they just never really make me feel good. So still having them from time to time again, but again, everything in moderation. Being lazy, not respecting yourself following trends. I'm all about being you, being authentically yourself in your clothes, in what you're interested in, how you want to decorate your home, decorate your space. Dating apps. I fucking hate dating apps. I deleted Hinge off my phone. Every single time I re-download it, I instantly regret it. I'm really just about meeting people in person. I think the higher quality people are in person and 
dating apps are just not it. I'm not into it. Self-sabotage. We are no longer self-sabotaging in 2024. We are aware of our repeating patterns. We are not purposely hurting ourselves by leaning into old habits and repeating old habits and bad mindsets. Overconsumption, which I've been over, and letting fear win. We are not letting our fear, our intrusive thoughts, our anxious thoughts stop us from getting what we want in 2024. We are going after it and... I'm not about to let those thoughts stop me. So that's the end of today's episode. That's the end of all my ins and outs of 2024. Let me know what you think. I'll put a little question on the Spotify question board that you can answer and you can share your ins and outs on there. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as that's how you can help support the pod. I love reading your reviews. I also love when I see that you're listening to Morning Ray and have tagged me on your Instagram stories or in your reels or TikToks or whatever it may be. I love seeing you tag me on socials or the pod. And thank you so much for listening. I love you guys and I'll see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you.